You are Locked On the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm usually joined here by Adam Mattis, but he on my way to Portland. So, fortunately, I was able to grab friend of Locked On Lakers, friend of this show, and friend of me personally, Matt Moore of the Action Network. Matt, how you doing? I wouldn't go so far as say I'm a friend of Locked On Lakers. I'm a friend of you. <laughs> I'm a friend of the. Uh, I'm a friend of one half of the of the hosts of Locked On Lakers. That's fair, I guess. I, I I'm, a, I'm definitely a friend of the Locked On Network. I listen to Locked On Network. I've been listening to all of them throughout the playoffs because they're phenomenal. I appreciate that. I mean, that's I. I'm also going to take a little issue with that, seeing as I haven't been recording playoff central shows, so. I, don't I, I did listen to yours, though, because just listening to you start <laughs> giggling out of frustrated absurdity um, is quite an enjoyable ride home on these late nights coming back from Pepsi Center um, <laughs> for actual playoff games between good teams. So it's it's uh, it's nice. I miss I miss watching like rooting for good basketball. That that'll, that'll be fun if that ever happens again. But uh, you, to, today's show. Call, what's up? Are you able to remember what that's like? Because it was, you know, in well, a while. Well, for for professionally speaking, it's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, I, 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 you know, in terms of covering this stuff, no, I, I cannot remember what that was like. Uh, today, though, we are going to talk about a couple things, uh, and they kind of fit into each other. They, the one feeds into the other. I was watching this, the the games, and I was wondering to myself over the course of the last couple weeks. Whether or not these playoffs have actually been good for the NBA, if if like how the how the NBA feels about them, uh, if they've been interesting enough to drive interest beyond the psychopaths who enjoy this on a nightly basis in in NBA Twitter, uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then a part of that discussion is whether or not anybody can beat the Warriors because at the end of the day that. That hope that some team out there might have a chance against them, that's going to that's gonna drive the most interest. Uh, so that'll be the second half of the show. So Adam, let's just – or not Adam. <laughs> or not Adam. <laughs> uh, Matt, let's start here. Do you think – Do you would you disagree uh, wholeheartedly? Would you agree to a certain extent? How do you feel? I don't think the, the NBA playoffs have been good for the NBA thus far. So there's a, there's a very thin dis- distinction here um, that's important. Your argument is that they haven't been good for the NBA, and I would agree with you. The the playoffs have not been good for the NBA. The difference is that it's not a binary state. I don't mm-hmm. think they've been good or bad for the league. I just think they've been fine. Um, the ratings are down, but that's to be expected when LeBron is out. We had short series that were considered to be non-competitive. Mm-hmm. Um I think a lot of it is until we get to a point where the end result – here's the thing. There's like a sense amongst the intelligentsia, right, amongst the diehards, amongst the league pass files, whether you're analytically forward or you're a, a, a eye test truther, there's a sense of like something different's coming. Like the Warriors are not going to be the Warriors forever, it feels like, which is how it kind of felt two years ago. I was like, God, this is just going to be how it's going to be for six years. Mm-hmm. Um, no one really feels that way. And that may be too soon. Like, Katie's having a hell of a run with the Warriors. And if he gets to the end of this and is like, and because they're finally letting it be his team, like, Steph has just basically been like, nope, I'll get my 24 and 7 and hit a bunch of threes and have some moments, but it could be your team. 
And I think that's what KD wants. And so, like, he's getting the best of both worlds right now. Like, everyone agrees Kevin Durant's the best player in the world, and the Warriors are beating everybody, um, and they're probably going to win the title. And if all that's satisfied, maybe he doesn't leave, in which case we're stuck there. But that would be bad. (laughs) There's kind of a sense that things are changing. But your average fan isn't going to feel like things are different until somebody different actually wins. Like, somebody else has to win in order for it to feel different. Otherwise, it just feels like we're wasting our time. Like I deal with so much of this. Like my colleagues at Action Network are just like, I don't like the NBA. I'm like, why? It's a, the Warriors are going to win. And I'm like, yeah, but like, there's all this good basketball. I feel like the basketball has been really good. Like the basketball itself has been played at a high level, right? Like I thought Net Sixers was competitive. The Sixers won in five games because they're better, but it was competitive. I thought that, <clears throat> like. If you wanted competitive, you had you know you had Nuggets Spurs, which was not a good series. Like it was ugly. Um, it was just a pain in the ass to watch. But there's been good basketball, I think, played. I think the that part of watching a series is you have to watch it kind of unfold, and you're going to get these extremes. Like people forget that like the execution, the highest level of basketball I've ever seen was the 2013 Finals. That's the best basketball I've ever seen yeah, played by. I'd people. probably agree. Right, everyone talks about the 2016 finals. No, 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 no. Uh, that was one team being dominant for four games, a bunch of weird stuff happening, and then LeBron and Kyrie going nuts for the last three. And a game seven that was like most game sevens was disjointed and ugly. The the games, the execution itself wasn't actually all that good. The 2013 finals was as close as I've ever seen to like perfect. Mm-hmm. But even in that series, one team would get the edge and they would run it and run it and run it. And the margins in that series in the non-close games were why because you're just going to have that happen um a lot's going to happen i think in the next couple of days that's going to tell us a lot about how these series go like i think boston wins game three um i think portland wins game three and now the question is does toronto do toronto denver and milwaukee come back and get game four because if they do now we've got three two two series between pretty closely even matched teams that's going to be a fascinating three-game series the rest of the way. And that will be a really good basketball. But, like, what you're talking about is, like, has this been good for the league? I think this is probably better. Th- I, th- I will say this. I think it's. I think this is better than having LeBron just stomping up and down. Because one thing is you're going to have some yeah. growing pains. Sure. In or- hang, hang on. You're going you're gonna to have some growing pains if you're going to have to build up some new stars and some new teams. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to have to take a little bit of a step back. For people to be like, you know what? I watched Nikola Jokic. That guy's pretty good. Or to be like, Damian Lillard is a badass. Or like, God, like everyone was talking about Giannis and I didn't really get it, but he's insane. Like that stuff, I think, all adds up in a really big way. And that's going to be short term harm for long term gain. I, I think that's a really good way to put it that LeBron being out leaves a vacuum or a void there that, that has to be filled. My only my only concern, and, and we'll get to this here in a second, is whether or not that void is being filled to the extent that that the NBA would like it to be. Um, so we're going to take a quick second. When we come back, we're, we'll get to that. So I, I like I like the point that you finished on last segment that. You know, LeBron not being there forces there to be attention paid to other stars around the league that that might not have gotten that same kind of shine. Uh, Jokic especially, I think, fits that fits that description, and 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 Dame to a lesser extent because I think he was already pretty popular. Uh, 
my my one concern though, I guess my one not quite rebuttal, more of a question is has enough of that void actually been filled or have or have people just kind of turned it off and said, well, we'll just wait for the finals and and we'll see if Giannis can actually fill that void, that LeBron void fully in that setting. Well, but the ratings are down 14%, so they're not watching as much. But I think that's part of it, though, is I don't think you're ever going to, like, you're not going to fill that void. Um, it would take something that was like, this is part of the issue is that the playoffs are so much about casual fans because the NBA doesn't have a structure that engages its hardcore fans. Mm-hmm. Um, this has always been my thing. It's like Milwaukee's like crazy for the Bucks because they're the number one team. But if they lose, it's going to be devastating because even if they go back to number one next year, people are going to be like, yeah, but you lost in the second round. Why, mm-hmm. why am I going to get invested? I can go like, – I'm just going to save my money and focus on the Brewers or the Packers or whoever. The Nuggets are in a similar trap where – look, the, the Nuggets are the best the, – are, the, are unquestionably the best team in Denver right now. Like, mm-hmm. the Broncos are garbage. The Rockies are fine. Uh, the Avs are a playoff team that got to the second round, but it was an upset. They were a low seed. Um, Denver was a two seed that made the second round with a core that's under 25. Uh, and yet, even if they beat the Blazers, even if they beat two te- two playoff teams, the bar is still going to be like, you got to beat Golden State. Or you have to at least show up. Like, you got to at least take them to six or seven. You got to have it be a tough competitive series, and they're nowhere near ready for that. They're just not. Yeah, they're and, pretty young. And when that happens, it's just gonna be like, ah, why should we care? Because you don't have any shot at really winning. Everybody wants to believe that their team can win it all. They can, their team can defy the expectations. I think it's one of the reasons the Portland Trailblazers have so much momentum behind them on social media and just like in general sports right now is they upset the Thunder. They're led by Dame. Their starting centers out. Um, there's like all of this like they're like America's team right now. You know, it's like the plucky underdog that everybody wants to believe in. But the NBA is not about plucky underdogs. It's about do- it's about dynastic, dominant teams yeah. led by megastars. And LeBron and the Warriors have held up all of that. I mean, think about this. Three of the top, four of the top, like, 15 to 20 players in the league. Maybe they can kick Draymond out. But, like, Draymond's definitely top 25, top 30, considering his defense, are all on the same team. So it's all coagulated. Like, it's all together on one team. Um, and I think that, that has part of the impact is, like, if you're going to get the casual fans bought in, they got to see superstars, and everyone can like Giannis, but until he, like, dominates and has his LeBron 2006 moment where he just takes over and beats a team, then I don't think people are going to buy in the same way. You have to have those moments before people buy in. I, I hope that we get – because I think – I think the possibility is there for for the league to benefit, you know, from a minor step back and and then be able to take a a large step forward next year, right? So if if the Nuggets push the Warriors and then the Warriors lose Kevin Durant at the end of this season, uh, Nuggets fans might go into next season thinking, "Oh, hey, wow, we right, we might actually really have a shot at this, right?" Same goes for Milwaukee. Same goes for Toronto, a little less so because there's going to be so much concern about Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Philly, we got to see who all they're able to bring back from from this this crazy starting five that they have. I guess my my concern here is is the games. I, I I'm about as big an NBA fan as as I know, and and as I mean, in order to do what what you and I do, you have to be a crazy NBA fan, but. More often than I can recall in years past, 
And and by you know we started the show talking about the fact that the Lakers haven't been good since I started covering this stuff professionally. Uh, it's not a Lakers thing. I just see the NBA playoffs right now as background noise because you know maybe it's because of these major swings that you're talking about in the way that that it was back in 2013. But it, it just the there hasn't been enough drama to I think entice casual fans to invest beyond. Oh, LeBron isn't playing. Okay, well, what's going on with hockey? Yeah, I think it's. I think I think it's fair. Um, I think if the Lakers were in it, the ratings would be up. I think if uh, the Bulls were in it, the ratings would be up. I guess if the Knicks were in it, they might be up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to conceptualize the Knicks being a serious playoff team. Um, <laughs> but like, I do. I think part of it though is like people want drama. Yeah. Um. And that's only going to come, but we can't have drama. These teams haven't really played each other because they kept getting knocked out by LeBron and the Warriors. Like you, you have to have these other things kind of, kind of uh, come up and, and have real tension. Drama does drive the league. Like that's undeniable. Um, and it's, I think it's, it's lacking right now, even though like we're going to get a lot of drama by the end of this, like the Nuggets and Blazers have played two games. Um, they have the Nurkic thing, but that's not even like a real personal, like the players don't hate Nurkic. It's not like a personal thing between them. Uh, and Nurkic isn't playing in this series. And yet like there's already bad blood. Like there's just mm-hmm. a lot. They, they got into a fracas at the end of last game. You got the nonsense that was yelled. That was terrible. That was yelled at Cantor, which is yeah, horrible. Um, you've got like the, the Blazers have been frustrated with the officiating. Um, the Nuggets are tired of Cantor. Like they're, I, I realized this last time. I was like, if you put any two teams in the seven game series, by the end of it, they're going to dislike each other. <laughs> yeah. They're just, they're just going to dislike each, if they're at all evenly matched. They're going to dislike each other. Like the Raptors and Sixers are going to have bad blood by the end of the series. The Bucks and the Celtics already have some from last year, and it's only going to get worse as the series goes along. Um, I do say that like we need competitiveness. That's the thing is like if Boston wins three and four, if the Sixers win four. If Portland wins three and four, we're in trouble because then this awesome second round, because Golden State decided to get its stuff together, um, is going to look like a complete wipeout and it's going to be another boring thing. But again, I just get back to, you know, it could seem really boring, but what do you think is going to happen to the ratings if the Warriors go down 2 1? Yeah. I, I think Houston really needs to win this next one. I don't, I, that one I, I've just kind of written off, man. I've already penciled in the Warriors for the for the finals and been like, all right, we'll see if Cel- if the Celtics or Bucks can get them. Well, but that's that's kind of the thing though here, right? Is that because I it, it, we we get it in boxing with Mayweather, right? The people tune in just for the for the mere chance at seeing Mayweather get knocked out, right? Uh, we, we see it. We, obviously, we have the Warriors as the example in in the NBA when the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. People tune in just to hopefully see Tom Brady and and Bill Belichick take it in the face, and and yet you know with this, I, <laughs> I don't I I it's just I was on I was on team you know what the league will figure this out the super team might be figured out by the by the end of the Warriors run here but it really might just be that we we all are just going to find ourselves hoping that that Kevin Durant goes to the Knicks like that's that's what this the, the, where so this all is, might wind up. You- is your general argument that the, the reason that the playoffs are bad is because there's nobody to challenge the Warriors? Uh, I think that to a certain extent, and then also the 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 lack of drama on a nightly basis, you know, from from these games. Now, now I think some of these teams are making late pushes that make the games, uh, the the finals seem a lot more interesting than they were. 
but but the yeah the, the combination of the warriors are just so freaking good yeah. and that the, the 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 nightly lack of drama those are the two things that the, the factors yeah, but, that from a casual you. standpoint i could see why people would would kind of tune out yeah i just i think you gotta let some of these series marinate for a while yeah. i think we got i think we gotta let these series in particular marinate for a little bit um but the, the warriors thing i think is true like I thought this a lot because I picked Rockets in six, and like that's obviously dead and out the window and gone, and I don't think they're going to win the series anymore. Um, but if if Houston had beaten Golden State, I would imagine that the conference finals the ratings would be pretty nuts because yeah. then you've got you would have people all of a sudden being like, okay, now I can get in and be like, I'm going to pick this team to win the finals because nobody wants to say any, nobody wants to like invest in anybody except Golden State. Like we're seeing as a betting market. It's like, how do you bet on anybody but the Warriors to win the title? And that's boring. You don't want to just you don't want to just root for the most dominant team that you know is going to win. Like you want to you want it to be this competitive thing where you're like, I don't know, man. I don't think they're as good. I'm taking this other team. I think the Celtics can do it. I think the Bucks can do it. I think the Raptors, maybe not the Raptors. I think the Sixers can do it. Like, <laughs> you know, all of these things. You want that investment, and you're not going to get that if you have this constant sense of what's the point. And that's like the biggest thing that the league has suffered from going since the Warriors erupted is what's the point? You it, you can have this thing where there's only four to five dominant teams. I don't think that that's bad for the league um, because we've seen that that model be yeah, successful. That's, that's how like it's it, been forever anyway. I'd like it for it to be a little wider. I'd like it to be like 10. I'd like it for it to be like, hey, there are 10 teams that can win the title across two conferences, like, five, you know, five to six in each in each conference. That you're like, no, if they get things, if, if things go right for them, they can win the title. That to me is like the ideal level of parity. But if you, even if not, if even it's just five, okay, that works. You just can't have it be one. Like it, when it's one, we're just like, we all love the game and we love seeing these moments. But we're honestly watching this stuff to see who gets a contract. Like right now, the most compelling story in the second round of the NBA playoffs is are the Celtics playing well enough for Kyrie to resign? Are the Raptors playing badly enough for Kawhi Leonard to go? Like, that's what feels on the line here. Like, if Houston gets swept out of the series, what do you do? <laughs> like, you you took your shot off of a reasonable assumption that last year you got him to seven and Chris Paul went down, and that's probably why you lost. And you re-upped on everything, and now you're locked into aging contracts. You've got no flexibility. Harden is flamed out in the playoffs three times in a row. And even if, if Durant, this is the other thing, is even if Durant leaves, I think there's going to be a huge bump next year because I think that the Warriors are still going to be this really great team. And when that happens, like a lot of people that loved them originally will go back to loving them. Like they will be beloved once KD leaves. Like yeah. KD needs to leave for him. KD needs to leave for the Warriors. KD needs to leave for the league. Like KD re-signing would be a catastrophic. That's a point where I would be like, now we're in real trouble. Yeah. Yeah, especially if if he signs and everybody takes a uh, a pay cut and they 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 find a way to roll it all the way back for yeah. for years to come. That's where even I and I'm I'm usually always on team. You know, the league can catch up to super teams. Even I would be like, okay, yeah, we're <laughs> enough of this. This storyline needs to go. Uh, we're gonna take another quick second here. When we come back, we're going to get to the to the heart of what you and I, I think you agree on here is is the central issue. Is to like do how close to an honest shot do any of these teams have against the Warriors? Because that at the end of the day is going to drive the most interest in in whatever conference finals or or the actual finals 
that we eventually get to. It's tough because on one hand, I, I'm i going to kind of – my argument is going to fly in the face of my previous argument, right, that the games haven't been uh, dramatic enough. But I, I think we kind of wanted to see Milwaukee race through the Eastern Conference in the same way that they boat raced the regular season this year uh, because that would that would at least give you some sense of strength heading into that series against the Warriors, but then, you know – you miss out on the drama that they currently have against Boston. Uh, I I don't know. I don't even know how to balance those two things out. But anywho, to get back to the to the to the question at hand here, Matt, do you think any of these teams—Milwaukee, Boston, uh, Philly, Toronto, Denver, maybe eventually Portland—is there is there a team out there that you could that you could put in a seven-game series against the Warriors and not? not feel as if okay well if they get to seven that's an accomplishment yeah i think milwaukee and boston both have a shot i think the winner of this series um can give the warriors a ruckus in the finals Mm -hmm. um houston there's just so many things that went unfortunate for houston like clint capella got a double infection of like really serious obscure infections um, that have completely just debilitated him and taken him out. Um, like Harden gets scratched in the eye. That's a problem. They weren't going to win game two anyway, but that's a problem. Uh, Chris Paul aging. There's all these things that kind of happen to Houston uh, at once. Uh, but the other thing is that Golden State, because they got challenged in round one, decided to play like their best basketball. And they'll probably play their best basketball in the conference finals as well. But think this is what I always try to explain to teams is like, it has the regular season, and it's true now, too. The Warriors are playing their best basketball on today, May 2nd. They have to do that for another month. Like, think about that. You have to stay in the same zone, execute the same level, be as healthy, play together, have the same level of energy, all the way for over a month. Over a month. Like, six weeks is how much longer the NBA playoffs continue for. Mm-hmm. it's a long time to stay in that zone. It's not a lot of games, but it's a long time. Um, I think Milwaukee, like I, I pay a lot of attention to what the Golden State guys, the media dudes think of other teams. Cause there are teams like Houston that they're like, yeah, I mean, they're tough. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, the Houston then, thing's funny because you know, I don't, Last year, it's tough to go into this year's this this year's series with those two teams, knowing that last year was the chance. Yeah, like this one started in in the series started and in, you know, it just happened. I wrote off Houston all year. Yeah, for their you know for their defense, but they looked so good for that for that six week period following the All Star break that I talked myself into um daniel house is a trevor ariza replacement and the defense being back up to snuff and harden me at another level and chris paul looks so good defensively like all of these things like lined up and i was like all right i'm in they can do this they should have beaten him last year i didn't believe in them last year i took the warriors in a sweep last year and it's going to turn out that like if chris paul hadn't gotten hurt this year's prediction would have worked last year and last year's sweep prediction is going to work this year um but I do think that, like, if you if you listen to the, the the Golden State guys, like, there's a real concern about Boston because that team legitimately fears Kyrie. Like, 
Kyrie strikes fear in the Warriors in a way that very few players do because he's just an elite shot maker. And they think that guys that just get buckets no matter what they do to him, those are the guys that scare them. Giannis is the same kind of deal where it's really scary to them that Giannis can just physically get through them. Um, so that's a real problem. Uh, Milwaukee brings enough firepower in terms of shooting. Uh, they can switch like they show versus Boston. Boston can switch. Uh, if the Sixers make the finals, like I'm still not willing to believe in them. I think a lot of what we're looking at right now with them being up 2-1 is just like the Raptors raptoring. Um, I think they've looked great. Their defense has been way better, but I don't think that they're that good. If they manage to get to the con- to the finals, I think Golden State rolls. I don't think that either team – like I love this series in the West. Like Blazers-Nuggets is really fascinating. It's a lot of fun to cover, um, but it's not – there's no stakes. There's just there's no stakes. We've seen we've seen Portland, Golden State with Nurkic. We know what that looks like. This team's not different. No, and Denver does not have the horses. They're just not ready. Like they're just not at that level. Their best playoff gear is enough for them to get a game, and that's it. Yeah, I I wish I wish Denver honestly would have traded for Anthony Davis, but that's a different story altogether. Uh, uh, it's <laughs> you are incorrect if you think that call was not made. Oh no! I I know it's been made. I I I, I wish I wish it I wish it had gone through. <laughs> I wish they had really pushed it further because that that would have made it uh, a really interesting series there. I and I I still think there's a chance that it can. The thing that concerns me with Denver is is how quickly their shots just kind of go away, uh, and and you know they get open shots and they just don't make them. I just don't think you can you can have those opportunities come against the Warriors and not take advantage of them. And if you have that going into that series, that makes me nervous. But yeah. you know, I, I I think overall there are teams there that that you can make a case for. And I think I I, I I've come around to your idea that you know the, these these seven game series uh, just need a little bit more time. Uh, and 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 as we find out a little bit more about these teams, then then okay, we can we can start to think that there's there's chances there. I I just think to this point, uh, the 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 NBA playoffs have been of a bit a bit of a letdown, and in ways that I I wasn't sure I I really would have predicted heading into them. Right. So let's I do want to kind of address the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. which is. Let's say that instead of the Spurs, that the seventh seed had been the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably they uh, not probably they power past the Nuggets. Um, the Spurs defense was vulnerable the same way the Lakers defense was. Um, the Spurs offense was clunkish and terribly designed in a lot of the ways that the Lakers offense was. Um, and the difference really was that the Spurs had DeMar DeRozan trying to take over late in games, and the Lakers would have LeBron. LeBron. Doing that. Um, the Nuggets, honestly, a lot of this, I just tried to keep like, they're just still figuring the stuff out. Like, this is their first run, and they've responded. Like, they looked great in four and five, and they led the whole way in seven. And that's tough for a team that's as young as they are. Mm-hmm. Like, Denver deserves credit, but they probably get past them. And so now it's LeBron versus the Blazers. Um, and they probably get past the Blazers because Nurkic is out and this team just isn't very talented. Like they can beat the Nuggets because the Nuggets will get in their own way. Yeah. And, and Dame's incredible. Um, but LeBron probably carries them past. And then it's like the Lakers are in the conference finals. It's like, oh, what a great year for LeBron. 
And the ratings for that series would be excellent because it would be LeBron and the Laker and the Lakers. <laughs> I'm wearing my chain currently. So yeah, versus Golden State again. Um, except the problem is you wouldn't have any sort of growth. There's no growth for everybody else. Yeah. This is like now, like Portland fans are more are more fired up over this team than they've been in, in since they beat Houston. You know, because they beat Oklahoma City. They took out Westbrook and Paul George. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, we believe in this team. And I don't think that's smart. And I think they're probably going to wind up trading even Turner and like signing Enos Canner to a big deal. And that's going to be a disaster. But that's what Portland does. They make these these unexpected runs and then overpay. Um, and like Denver, like Denver's fighting a real battle for the hearts of the city, just for people to care about them, for them to give them a chance. Yeah. Uh, and they're probably going to lose, but they'll pick up more people along the way. And like a lot of people in this playoffs, including me, I had questions, are like, Jokic, Jokic can go. Like you want that dude on your side in the playoff series. Yeah, like Jokic is coming at you every single night, and that's really good. That's Adam really has good. been incorrigible. Yeah, and that's really it's really good for the, yeah. It's terrible for those of us that know him, but it's really good for the league. He's now he's now reached. He's now flirting with. I just don't know how good the Nuggets are. I just think Jokic is that good. That's how far he's gone. Yeah, to where it's not like the Nuggets aren't even really all that good. It's just Jokic. Um, but like. That's not accurate, but he'd be mad at me for saying that. I'm just messing with him. Um, but and you know, in the East, like you want Milwaukee to buy in. Like I made the comment, like I don't know if Milwaukee fans are really fired up, aren't they? Just still Packers fans in the city. Like the fans were like, no, like the city's really excited for them. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be disastrous if they lose the Celtics, but like if they beat this series, Milwaukee's got like a huge fan base, and we know the Celtics fans are gonna be there. Sixers fans are now like, screw it, process is here. We're going, we're going. It's it's been a disaster, but we can win. Like all of this stuff is coming together, and that's all growth that's generated by the absence of LeBron. So I don't know if the alternative, which would have been worse basketball, because the Lakers were not good, yeah. um, but but higher ratings because of LeBron. I don't know if that would be superior. Like LeBron versus the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals is way more compelling than a Nuggets versus Lakers or Nuggets versus Warriors Western Conference Finals because you know the Lakers might take a take if the Lakers take a game it feels significant and if the Nuggets take a game it's going to be like that's nice um, but the result might honestly be the same. Yeah, I, I think it's it's a short term short term loss, long term game, and and really for for a league that you know LeBron isn't getting any younger. They need. They kind of sort of needed at this this postseason, right? They needed to to have some of these younger stars come to the forefront, um, and and I guess that vacuum allowed some of them to be able to do that. Uh, I guess even there, though, my one counter, and 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 we'll we'll close up on this is: Are people even watching the the Blazers and Nuggets series? Right. Um, it's it's a West Coast series. It's a late one more often than not. I. I I I want to believe that casual fans are, are are watching some of that, but I I would imagine that on the East Coast nobody's really watching. Uh, so that w- it won the night last night. It scored a one point three, which isn't like massive. Uh, one point seven was the highest of last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Nuggets were were and Nuggets uh, Blazers was one point three. So it actually, it's it's doing pretty well. I think there's honestly a little bit of interest in it just based off of the fact that it's like, oh, like this is cool, like Dame versus a fun team. And like I think that's part of it is like it, it's nicer to feel like, oh, this is like a competitive. I don't feel like I know the result um, versus I wonder how many I wanted. I wish we had like the quarter ratings for that Clipper series to know how often it was. Nobody was watching the first three quarters. And all of a sudden it's like, 
hey, the Warriors are down 10 in the fourth. Go find a television and, like, see how often it was just like, oh, the Warriors could lose. Yeah. And then people, like, tuned in. So that's the thing is, like, I do think – I think that not a lot of the casuals, but, like, that's going to take time. Like, the only way for casuals to really get to know these guys is re- is repetition. Is it's got to be like over and over and over again. Like the series is really good. You you're, you're gonna want to watch it. And like you know, word of mouth the next day. And like oh, did you see that play? Like tomorrow, like tons of people are gonna be talking about Ben Simmons hitting Kyle Lowry in the nuts. Like that's <laughs> gonna be one of the big stories tomorrow. Um, and that's nice that, that Kyle Lowry road, finally gets talked about in the playoffs. That's kind of cool. Right, go Kyle. Right. Better that than anything else. Um, <laughs> like the you know, and like that puts even though it's like a bad thing. Like this that's game because of the drama, we'll put the Sixers on the map a little bit more. And it's just like this slow kind of accumulation of what you want. And teams like the Blazers and the Nuggets are never going to be on the same level. They're just not, uh, unless they were to win, go on like a really dominant run or win a title. Like they'd have to win a title. Mm-hmm. That's the bar for them really crossing over. And that's why it's it's tough and it sucks. Um, but I do wonder about the impact of the Warriors. Like, look, if they were to just melt down, in this series versus the Rockets. And the the, the Rockets will beat the Nuggets because the Rockets have a, a lot of playoff or matchup advantages. Let's say the Blazers beat the Nuggets, though, and it's Blazers-Rockets. Portland can beat Houston. I'm not even kidding. And then it would be really wild because you would have Dane possibly in the finals. Like, that would <laughs> wow. be wild. And it would be really – it would be one of those things like, oh, this is really bad because it's not a really great team. That's okay, though. For one year, we can handle that. We can handle one year where it's like – you know what? Somebody else got a run, and it cemented like them as being on another level. There's got to be room, and there's got to be there's got to be oxygen in the room for other teams rather than what we've had, which is LeBron and the Warriors taking up all of it the last five years. Yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting one, and and I would imagine these are going to get better as we get into the game fours and the game fives of these things. So we, we do need a couple outcomes to to you know get a little bit of help on on the way there. Uh, but the NBA is generally pretty good at doing that. Scott Foster exists. So thanks very <laughs> much, Matt, for uh, for hopping on and, and, and coming on on short notice the way you did. Uh, is there is there anything over the weekend that you're looking forward to most? Is there a specific series that you're looking forward to most? Uh, I'm going to Portland for the first time for Game 4. I'm very excited. Uh, I haven't, I've never managed to get out there. Tried a couple mm-hmm. times and fell through. So I'm, I'm really excited about that series. I expect the Blazers to wallop them in Game 3 which is going to make game four like a do or die for Denver, which they're always really fun in those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see if, if Toronto can respond and reset the narrative because right now we're all just ready to bury them. And if they win, it just completely resets to a two, two series. Same thing with Boston. Like I'm, I'm excited for the game fours more than I am the game threes. Cause I think the game threes are all going to go to the home team. Mm-hmm. Um, but those game fours on, on Saturday and Monday, like those are the ones that I think are going to be, really compelling and really interesting i sure hope so i sure hope so it's it's been kind of a bummer that that i felt the way that i have about the playoffs but you know maybe things will pick up and and i'm hoping that you're right about these things those game fours especially if they if we get to them and they have legitimate stakes those are always fun and then game fives are the only thing you know close to a game seven that you can get to with without it being a game seven so Fun stuff. Thanks very much for hopping on, Matt. You can check out all of his stuff on the Action Network. Uh, he comes on occasionally to torture me on, on Locked on Lakers, so so check that out whenever that happens. Have a great weekend, and, and safe travels up to Portland. Thanks, man.